Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com slash golf. Fella. When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome back to a fresh episode of Missing Curfew, Up Dog, my man. Big fella. How we doing, buddy? Oh, life's good. Chilean Obey. Life's good, eh? Fuck. Look, I got that nice soft tease. Eh? I just I like the boys that's soft. Soft. Yeah, yeah. that's a soft tee. Guarantee yeah. that's a soft tee. Chilean Obey. I just woke up this morning. The sun's shining here. Thank God. Yeah, right? Yeah. Last two I think days the are... gopher got up out of that hole and saw his fucking shadow, right? <laughs> Springs ahead. <laughs> the gopher. What it's is like it, chipmunk? Ca- it's like from Caddyshack. He's like, if I go around and kill the golfers, I think they'll throw it. They'll lock me up and throw away the key. <laughs> gophers, yeah, yeah. Gophers. <laughs> It's been a nice couple mornings. I've been walking ocean. This yeah, is nice. why we pay the luxury tax to live here. It is, right? I don't know. I don't know. It's I a don't lot of fucking I, tax, I tell you. I know and it's coming pay- up here shortly soon. Do God you still pay it. taxes? I don't even know if I pay taxes. I should probably look into that. Now that you sold your pad and you got that nice rental on the water, you don't hit that fucking property tax bill that's coming. It's coming and it's coming hard. Yeah. One thing about renting a place, it's a good point for you. You, you go to your mailbox and you no longer, there's no longer a whole lot of bills in there. When you're, when you're a homeowner, especially in this state, it felt like every two weeks I would open my mailbox, boom, 10K, boom, 25K. I'm like, what the fuck is Something going on? Something breaks, eh? Like the door's not working. You're like, fuck, I got to fix this instead of just calling the old Jimmy. How's hey, the, Jimmy, get up here and fix the door, bud. How's your house? Uh, how's the roof holding up? You roof it. is done, bud. <laughs> what do you mean? It's like done? paper mache. <laughs> it's like fucking, it, you could build a fucking you know, paper airplane with the thing up there. You got to redo it all? Oh, it leaks everywhere. I questioned the, the previous owners. And if you're listening, previous owners, <laughs> I'm going to be doing some hunting. But the fucking thing that, yes, we've had a lot of rain. It <laughs> leaks everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's everywhere. There's so the- I'm fixing the whole roof. It's costing me like fifth fucking... Uh, what, 18 grand? Did you not check the roof? I, I thought when you bought that place, you'd Billy go up there and yeah. fucking Yeah, I also have to question my guy who came and did all the, you know, the inspections. 
The fuck did you find there, bud? <laughs> that's bullshit. Yeah, don't worry. The, the Bay Club, too, there's been sandbags everywhere. There's houses falling down the cliff. It could be worse. It could be worse. It could be. could be worse. Yeah, yeah. They could, what, what do they call it? Red tag. It could be house. that guy on West Cliff that got red tagged one day and the next day his house is gone. Yeah. Yeah, so that's just what they call uh, erosion. That's at its finest. <laughs> erosion. You got don't some erosion say, going on in your backyard. Don't they say that in wedding crashers? What does, does he say? Think? Erosion. Erosion. <laughs> uh, up dog, let's start right at the top. Uh, Darren Pang. We played golf in that big canyon. What a fucking stick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's the guy you want to bring to the member guest, right? Everyone loves him. He's got a big smile on his face. He doesn't miss a fairway. He can get up and down from everywhere. Like his short game was spectacular. Storyteller. Yeah. Loves drinking. <laughs> okay. Get there. Well, I picked him up at, uh, you know, the Anaheim Disney Hotel, by the way. Any team that stays at that, I was like, get, get, a life. Just get the boys. I mean, I know they're losing. Like the Blues have had a tough year so far, but get the boys down to Fashion Island. Let them walk around, go to a movie. 100%. You know, do some shopping. If you maybe wanna, Joey's. If you want to call a team out about being shit, fine, but don't put them out. Fucking don't put them out at Disney. Put them at South Coast. It's at like least. a Weston. Yeah. That's, that's almost worse than a Weston. That's where the pre- like the, the smaller budget teams that I played for would put yeah. us out there. Yeah. Right? The Canucks, I was down here. Um, Tampa down here, Colorado down here. You can here. do a whole segment on shitty hotels yeah. and where you're stuck in one in a good city. At least you know? it's not the old Double Tree where we used to stay. We used to stay at the Double Tree. The there. Double Dick. What's it now? The JW? They got a new one at least? I don't know. They, I think they burned that thing down <laughs> on the ground, started fresh. They should have burned the sheets in there. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, I so listen, that. I picked him up. He came to the pod. Thanks to him for that. Uh, it's going to air in a couple weeks. Uh, he's an absolute legend, great storyteller, like I said. Uh, and then we go over lunch, right? And, you know, couple uh tequila sodas right off the start and i got him a set of rentals it wasn't his his mirrors that he hits shout Crazy. out to billy halawadi uh our boy from mira golf which are fucking great clubs but anyway he has these shitty he's putting a mixed bag of of donuts together for his uh for his golf clubs <laughs> and he came out of the little gate just cre- was, little crispy cream little special. Draw, like the draw he hit on three the little right into the stick i mean he birdied the the two par threes in the front nine and i had him as a partner what a partner. I mean, his he would chip balls that were literally off the green by where everyone else would putt him. Even Tom Doherty would putt him. And he chipped them with this nice little, even Benny McAllister. I saw Benny Mac, the Mac attack. He's a beauty. Uh, I saw him Sunday. I had to play Sunday morning. I played so bad Friday that I said, boys, I'm playing Sunday to get the sour taste out of my mouth. And I saw Benny in the hot tub. We're like, how about paying a short game? He's like, unbelievable. He's like, I asked him on one hole for a little short game tip. He's like, hey, uh, kind of club did you use there so the boys are getting tips off a of panger like how'd you hit that little chip off? i'll tell you what it is it's having a chipping green in your backyard totally that's what it is he's cheating he's cheating he's cheating he's cheating, <laughs> he's cheating. um no it, it was great and then um you know i got to uh it's just nice spending time with a guy that i miss like yeah he was such a good guy in the game i had him in phoenix then i had him in the st louis blues um guy loves the road right between TNT and the St. Louis Blues, he's on the road maybe, you know, 90 games, you know, 90 days a year. Sorry. Yeah. So, uh, guy's just, uh, he's living. He's yeah, living. just smiling his face, laughing. Yeah. I mean, if I didn't miss a fairway and could get up and down from everywhere, I'd be fucking smiling too. You know, my, my poor caddy, the Wiz, was looking for my golf ball. I'm over here. My neck was kinked. I was, I was in one. It was not. Panger made it more fun, but typically it was not a very enjoyable Friday for me, but. Played a little better Sunday. I was, but still nothing yeah. done. The boys, I get there Sunday morning. You'll appreciate this. Your stick. I'm like, all right, feeling good. Have a hot tub shower. Come out. They're like, we're playing the blacks. I'm like, what? Why? <laughs> Who did you play with? Fucking Doherty, Dan Dubois, uh, Double D, Taylor Wood, and fucking the beauty, Dennis Shannon. 
I'm like, blacks, why? Like, there's no need to play the blacks. No. Why? Sunday. Sunday. It's early. Um, Fuck. Bear back there, bro. So hard to walk back there. You got to walk all the way back to the tee. That's brutal. It's brutal. And you're not a tippy guy, are no, you? No, I, I'm going to have a hard enough time at the Blues, so. Uh, but Panger, he's a beauty doing great stuff. I got to give a shout out to our boys at Big Canyon. The Freedom Lounge, we call it. Um, Justin Pierce and our boy CJ. CJ, and they're both big fans of the pod. Shout out to Ben Magram, too. Magram's in there this morning. They love the podcast. And you go back in that Freedom Lounge up, dog. You will hear some stuff that is, uh, sometimes I just shake my head. You don't even hear it in the locker room. Yeah, it's just like these boys are absolute beauties. They love missing curfew and, and just good dudes. I, I look forward to seeing them in the Freedom Lounge. I'm yeah. back there every morning. With yeah, them. yeah. It's a little, so, and, and the Freedom Lounge, it's a little sneaky area in our men's club. Like, right? It's just off the beaten path. Got to kind of, you got to have a map to get there. Yeah, you Only don't certain wear, few people allowed in there. You don't have to wear a collared shirt back there. That's why I go back there, yeah, too, because nice. I come in with my missing curfew tea on and my Lululemons. I go there and I have my fucking lunch, and, but they're always in there shooting the shit. Usually, we're looking at the stock market, how it's plummeting, right? And CJ, that motherfucker, has no money in the market, so he's sitting there smiling. Me and Magra <laughs> were like, what the hell's going on? I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. But one of the, one of the best uh, moments in the Freedom Lounge is when you came in at Upshaw Fashion. You just come fucking rolling in. And, and fucking CJ's got his last piece of bacon on his plate and he's like almost like he's been saving it for like this is like a good looking piece of bacon and Crispy. You, you just come in you're like Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he goes up dog just took my last piece of bacon i'm like yeah yeah, yeah that's uh, that's an up dog <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he tends to do that so i know uh and shout out to one of his buddies he's a cop in san francisco uh we signed a missing curfew hat and t-shirt for him big fan of the podcast I wish I could remember his name. You never know when you're going to need a cop in San Fran. But hey, good for him. Being yeah. a cop in San Fran right Boys now. Boys are listening. It's got to be hard. It's got to be hard. Right? Yeah, I mean, I'm never down to Newport Beach, but. I don't know if I'll ever tan. go to San Francisco again. You think you'll ever go there? Unless I'm playing like Olympic Club or something. Yeah, or, you know, got to land there to go to Pebble <laughs> or something, you know. Yeah. You got to take the Southwest bird. I know you're not much of a Southwest fan, but. Listen, I'm only going to Pebble if someone, or if the if Giants, someone invites you know, me. Or the Giants have a Super Bowl or something, you know. The Niners, you mean? Or the Giants? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Giants. Oh, fuck, eh? <laughs> the San Francisco Giants, bud. No, I mean, all the baseball team. Ah, oh, fuck, yeah. yeah, I, yeah, know yeah. What I mean. Maybe, did I fuck that up? Did you say World I Series? I said the Giants, and I said the fucking Super Bowl, so okay. I fucked it so up. So we both fucked. I you didn't even it. think about the San Francisco That's Giants. That's okay. A little off. The coffee's just getting in there. Have you been to that ballpark in San Francisco? No, but I only am going to go for a Dodger-Giants game. Like I... That's yeah. the only time I would go to that stadium. Yeah, I would love to go to that there. stadium. I would love to see Barry Bonds rip him in the water at that stadium. <laughs> he made that place look like a little fucking shoebox. Remember, we just juiced up, just ripping him in with Covey's Cove. Has anyone done it since? Like, can, they can't even get to the outfield there nowadays. When it's pulling <laughs> in, it's like fuck. Good luck. There's like a whole run, like scrapes the wall. It's just like, heavier air now. Fuck your Barry Bonds. <clears throat> Maybe they'd all sit there in the freezing cold in the fucking kayaks and canoes waiting for this fucking ball to come. That's that's fucking how stoned like they you, say that's hockey. How stoned do you gotta be to go sit in a kayak and hope wait for Barry Bonds to fucking hit a homer? Hey, you gotta be pretty close. Binger. How baked do you gotta be, Bing? I do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> You'd have a, a joint, life vest a on kayak there. in a joint? I wouldn't trust that fucking kayak with you in there. I, I don't know. I'd go out there in a duffy boat. Can we get a duffy boat out there with some tunes? That and thing a, would tip right over. Yeah, because the fucking You'd be trying to lean over to get a ball. Done. It's almost Duffy Boat season at the Bay Club, by the way. Shout out to my boy, Joe Schmoodsy Moodsy. He bought a fucking Duffy Boat, and he made a key mistake. He said, you can use it whenever you, whenever you want. <laughs> and I said, careful, Schmoods. He said, no, the keys will be there. Use it whenever you want. So I was like, I'll just wow. be stick handle that thing all around the Bay. All That's night. easy to stick handle those, though. 
Oh, yeah? But not about, parking. What about the time we gave Dougie Reinhardt a fucking haircut? That was loophole. No, no, you were driving, but it was no me. No way. Me and Loops were like, fuck. I, I was actually, I'll take responsibility. Because I was like, Lou, I'm like, ups, we're good. We're good, bud. And then we were, I'm like, ups, we're not good. And I was going to put my leg up, but I would have, this is when we were playing in the show still. I would have snapped my fucking ACL right off. And fucking, boom. We, <laughs> it did just give it a haircut. Give it a little it haircut. It just pulled the top right off. Gave it a little haircut. So uh, the Freedom Lounge, the boys. I love those boys. Justin Pierce, CJ, Mags. Uh, match play golf up, dog. I watched a little bit of it. Um, I watched the last match when Sam Burns just bet Cameron Young right over. Yeah. Bet him right over. But you had some some time. Tri- yeah. I was on tilt after Saturday. I was on tilt. I got your text. I've Saturday night. What did I bet on on Saturday night? That was just a tough beat. It was... Uh, was it a fucking, oh man, here, let me think. There was UFC, but it wasn't a big card. There was no. boxing, it would have been boxing. No, it wasn't boxing. It was. A, it, it had to have been a hockey College game. basketball. College hoops. No, you know what it was? It was the Oilers at home against the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, I bet that too. Can someone tell me what Evander Kane was doing on that OT winning goal? Ex- exactly. He was over in the fucking corner. So I had the oil. Me and too. Minus won, 190. Yeah, I know. And, and what is it? So, so they win what? They lost in overtime, right? They beat San Jose in overtime. They beat Arizona in overtime, luckily, that week. And then they played Vegas at home on that Saturday night with Skinner between the pipes. Vegas <sighs> had played the night be- two nights before in Calgary. I'm like, this is this this is a type of the schedule that it's a layup. Not a layup, but this favors the Oilers. Totally. Vegas yeah, and played- you, you're even like, I, lay, I don't like the goalie. Yeah. I'm like, all right, let's yeah. go. So I, that was a tough beat on my part. Me too, And I was buddy. at home on a Saturday watching it. You know, so and then Sunday, yes, Sunday, I you know, Christina's hosting her sister Emily's baby shower. So I, I gear up the kids and I take them to Long Beach Aquarium, right? That's a good day. That's a good place to smoke weed and go to Bing. Have yeah. you ever done that? Sorry to cut you off. Have you ever got smoked weed and gone to the Long Beach Aquarium? Uh, no, I've been to Long Beach Aquarium, but when I was younger, so I didn't. It, uh, it's it a good time. Great time. They, got a, there. they got great. a caged area. They had crocodiles, kangaroo. They had a fucking <laughs> big turtle. They had a snake, right? And Izzy was freaked out of all of them except the turtle. She touched the turtle. They um, got sharks there too. They got sh- sharks like in the, the petting yeah. park. You can, you know, touch the sharks. And then they had one like kind of bigger, like fucking bull shark, maybe a bull yeah. shark. Don't fuck with that thing. But then they had these massive like uh, stingrays. I'm talking, these things were the size of this table. Yeah, manta rays, yeah. Manta rays. Yeah, they're badass. Those are the coolest things that you could see. Is there. that what took the croc hunter down back in the day? Yeah, it was a, was a stingray that I got, think, remember the little, I think it was a stingray. Remember the little croc hunter well, back then? You shouldn't fucking grab the stingray. He basically <laughs> grabbed the guy's horn. Yeah, no, he's swimming in like two, fo- two feet of yeah. water and he yeah. swam right over and it stabbed him in the heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's tough luck. Of all the things yes. that was going to take the right? croc hunter down, I didn't think a fucking stingray would be like the king cobra or I something. Like a, yeah, like around the neck. <laughs> like, he'd be like, ah. like the thing that came up. Yeah. Like, like, tough, ro- like, tough like road go. trip when he's trying to feed the fucking, come on, Mitch, Mitchy, Mitchy, Mitchy. Mitch, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a mouse. I'm a mouse. Eat me, 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 eat me. Come on. You are a psycho. So anyways, um, yeah. So then, so anyway, I tried to make it all up on Scotty Scheffler and you know why is cause you, you even hit him last week when he had, you know, he had the lead and you had Max Homa, right? And the I players. Did. He was my insurance bet, the players. So I took him against Sam Burns. They're two buddies, right? And he's owned Sam Burns, the history of their head to head play, like whether it's in tournament or kind of playing together in practice rounds, like he's, he's been owned. And sure as shit, you're in the you're in the hot tub ready to play your Sunday morning round, and, and I'm like watching this, and he's down three after three. 
Scotty is. And I'm like, oh my God, this is just, I'm as cold as ice. And uh, then I continue to watch as I'm packing up the kids in the car and stuff. And, you know, I'm checking on my phone and fucking guy, guys tied after nine. Scotty Scheffler goes up two after 15. And then basically loses 16, loses 18, goes into a playoff. No shit. So, that is bad luck, man. So on the playoff hole, 20th hole, Scotty Scheffler, four-footer to win. I mean, this guy is as good as gold on these. And he lips out, and then the 21st playoff hole, buddy, he has a, you know, from the fairway, gap wedge in, and he literally blows it fucking 30 yards over the green. Shit. And then Sam Burns made like a 15-foot putt for, for the win. And I knew basically, and then I should have doubled down and took him against. Cam Young. Just because he was buzzing. Buzz. Like, that's, I mean, you beat the best in the world, you like, you know. That's when you got a question. Like, that was like me earlier in the season when I was losing some of these hockey games going, like, what is going on here? Like, yeah. the Penguins up 5-2 in the third and losing. I'm like, what? Like, what did I? I mean, I know I've made some tough life decisions, yeah. but come on here. Like, for the number one player in the world to be two up on 15 and you lose that bet. Yeah, I know. That's when you got asked the gambling gods. And then like, got a four-footer to win. Like, yeah. a four-footer straight putt. Um, so, yeah. Well, I mean, what an event, though. And I think to touch on this match play thing, it needs to happen more. It, that, I, I, I was, it's you, faster. You teed me up. You fucking watch these guys. They're, they're playing fast. There's no bullshit. Pick it up. Move on to the next one. You see them like, okay, I'm playing against you. I'm going for it. You're not worried about the groups behind you or the guy that, you know, is in the clubhouse fucking four shots on, you know. Yeah. It's head to head. Well, you're not going to like this because that was the last one. I know, but fuck. Stupid. Yeah, but I think all the players mentioned that they need more. Yeah. Right? They should just do their own pay-per-view match play, the players. With the live guys, too. There you go. Well, just, you know. They could. Fucking. Just pay-per-view for the boys. Yeah. Match play is fun to watch. Mm -hmm. It's great. Um, I was bummed to hear it's gone, too. They'll figure out a way to get some more of it, for sure. I I like it. Even like the match. so aggressive. Yeah, but even like the matches that, you know, the Tiger and Phil thing originally, it's just, it's good. It's good, like, because that's the way normal people play golf. We play normal golf with our buddies. Yeah, we pair makes, up and we fucking play matches, right? It makes it's you like, feel like you're watching, like we yeah. can relate to them. It's like a Friday game with the fellas. Love it. Except for you don't give putts. That's the only- <laughs> If it's great, if it's Gretz, Gretz, putt that fucking putt. You make Gretz, you putt. I still can't yeah. believe it. So because your boy, Scotty Scheffler, or Scheffler choked on you, he, nobody defended the title besides Tiger. You know how many times Tiger defended the match play tight? Just guess. It's under 10. It's over five. Eight. Not a boy. Yeah. Eight times he, he defended, defended that, that title. Eight. Are you kidding me? And no one else has been no able to No one's ever it? defended once. He's just, a, he was a match play. Like, remember when Stephen Ames popped off and said, oh yeah, where Tiger's driving it, I think I got a chance to fucking beat him. Tiger beat him on, beat him down the 10th. Yeah, the 10th the hole, <laughs> corn dogs. Beat him on every hole. That's why, that's why if you're Canadian, you should never fucking talk to Tiger. Yeah, he's not even really, he's from South Africa. We, we took him on. but We took him on as a Canadian, right? He married Stephen a Canadian Ames? chick. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he's a Canadian citizen. We'll give a passport to anybody. He's a Canadian. <laughs> Man, I'm flying home on uh, this week. Just piercing international, man. Just like scared. Bellator up in Port Saint. O- uh, Port, Port Hope. Hope. Going home to see my nephews. There. Nice. Just nice. If I don't, I'm not. I, I'm not. If I don't see them this week, I'm not going to see them till July. And uh, I don't know. I like to see them. It's nice to go yeah. home and hang out with them. It'll be nice. Fun. Nice. Weather's going to be shit, but yeah. what can you do? Uh, match play up dog story about your boy. I, I wanted to talk to you boys. You guys can jump in here. You guys are California guys here. I went to the DMV the other day. What the fuck's that? The, the, the DMV? Yeah. Never been there. Because as you move around as much as us, when your stickers, when I move places, right? Yeah. So in, in the, 
to the defense of the state of California, Motors Vehicle Department, whatever, I didn't let them know I changed my fucking address, right? So I had to go in there to get my tags. I even had an appointment. Some of these people and these poor people and these older people, like I felt so bad for them. Like they didn't have an appointment. They put, they take them to go to this line, go to the next line. My, I guess my question to all of you: Why does it have to be so painful? Isn't there an app? Can't we just like can we just get an app? Yeah, like there's got to be a way to make this easier. Yeah, especially like if you're over sixty years old. If you're over sixty years old, we just send you your fucking tags until you don't drive anymore or your license. Like I don't know, Uppy. Every time I go in there, I was like, there's got to be a better answer. I had, a melt, an I had a meltdown the other day in the post office. <laughs> it was, I was going in for Beckham's passport and this lady, and you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to give her the benefit of the doubt here. It was all on her. Yeah. You know, first of all, we show up and it's, it's only 10 minutes from the house, but we don't have this one piece of paper. Right. And I'm like, can you just print it so I can fill it out? It'll take me to, she's like, sorry, I can't do that. I'm like, there's a printer right there. Just, you know. Can you please just print it? She's a stickler. And then Christina's like, I'll run, I'll run back home and get it. I'm like, okay. And she's like, well, you guys run back home and get it. And you're not back, you know, in, in 12 minutes, the next appointment's done. I'm like, just, can you please print the, you know, whatever. You and, then I, and then I actually was like, then I went complete jerk off mode. And I, I threw her a hundred. I'm like, can you just here, you know <laughs> I what? to grease the post off. Yeah. I said, here, just take this. Just please just print that one little sheet there for me. I'll fill it out and, and we'll move on. She's like, don't offer me money. I'm like, okay, God. I took it. I'm like, Christina, run home. And then sure enough, I'm feeding Beckham as this is going on. And this is, I mean, I don't know if your experience was as hell as this at the DMV. No, you're making me realize I should complain about the DMV. This is, this is. No, no, no. no. And then, and then when your life seems way more stressful than mine, I just had to fucking felt bad for old people to top it off. When we get the, the the next person doesn't show up for the, for the thing. Right. So I'm now I'm in no real time crunch. I, um, she comes back with a piece of paper and we fill it out. And instead of the one little mistake on like the spelling where I did the swiggle cross out and I wasn't supposed to do a straight line and she seen that and she called me out on that. And I just, cause it was that sheet that I had. And I just in front of her, I said, you know what? Fuck this. And I just ripped it. And I tossed this. No. I'm like, let's get out of here. We're going to go to a different post office. And I had to book another appointment. <laughs> Uh, like four or five days later at the different DMV in, in Corona Del Mar this time. This one was in East Costa Mesa. Then I went to, to Corona uh, Del Mar. Much better experience. Yeah, that's just, yeah, that makes sense. Much better experience. Well, that makes my DMV story a little bit. Maybe, yeah. maybe I have nothing to complain Christina about. Christina was like, that you, seems like, Christina was like you shouldn't act like this in front of the kids. I went, <laughs> well, I shouldn't have to deal with that ever again. They're like, not going to remember you acting like that. No, I know. I wasn't like, I wasn't swearing and stuff, but it was just a full, like, I had a meltdown. Like Beckham's not going to remember, like, remember my dad tried to bribe the girl at the post office? He's not going to remember that. <laughs> Here's a hundred. Here's a hundred, sweetheart. Thank you. I hear sometimes I common yeah. sense has got to come. Couldn't handle it. Yeah. It was meltdown. I think you got a reality TV show there. Canadians trying to do California government, uh, yeah. going into California government buildings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I'll tell you what I did have a great experience with is uh, the city of Orange or the County of Orange, their headquarters, which is by Disneyland, which is in the middle of nowhere. But anyway, the city office, when you go pick up your kid's birth certificate, I mean, this thing happened within eight minutes and it was clean. There was nice computers. There was overstaffing, right? Like it wasn't understaffing. Like there was no lines. Tax dollars at work. I just said, fuck, that was the easiest thing I've ever done. And then I complimented everyone on like how they're smiling and they must be getting like, you know, uh, out for lunch shortly, right? Extended lunch. Hopefully <laughs> they take a break. But fuck, what a better experience that was. Man, I just. If they could only just figure out the, <laughs> the social stuff, huh? 
The post office. Can you figure out the Uppies uh, World Party Time? Excellent. That's the Uppies World segment. No, no, no. Is there something? Yeah. That's the Uppies World segment. There. Yeah, Is but there? I just wanted to do a shout out because okay, I went yeah. to the Kings game the other night. All right. Kings Blues. What a fucking shit show. They're down 5 1. That was easy five, money. One. Well, I took the Kings. Yeah. Again, I needed to <laughs> bump up the Scotty Scheffler loss. Um, but, you know, they're down 5 1. I'm with my boy Flowers and and Flowers, shout out to Flowers. He's got the leads, he's got the lead um, sponsorship for the LA Kings jeweler. So he's the official jeweler of the LA Kings. Okay. He's got it for this year, the rest of the playoffs. Good team. They might fucking, they might go. And uh, next year, I don't know the details a little bit. I think they're shooting some pucks in between the little, you know, in the net, you get it in there, you win a Rolex from him. He's got some sponsorship around the thing, but anyway. It's good for our boy flowers. I'm like, use and abuse this flowers, right? And get some glass seats, bring some clients, do your thing. Anyway, he takes me. We're watching the boys. <laughs> and uh, I go up to the presser to go see, you know, Bobo. Uh, Bobo wasn't playing. So I go up to see Bobo and I see my centerman, Tony Herkus. Herkus Circus from Milwaukee back yeah. in the day. And if you wanted to see a rap sheet on hockey DMB, and he's from Thunder Bay and so was Bertuzzo. So Bertuzzo, it was a legend for him growing up. And I actually pulled up his... Uh, he was one of my best centermans I ever played with, and it just so happened to be in the minors. But this dude's rap sheet's longer than mine in here. Yeah, he, he was a journeyman. So from 86... Oh, he played, listen, for, he played for the Nordiques. From 86 to 92, he was in the NHL, basically. Okay, a full-time NHLer. Then he goes down and plays a shit ton of games in Milwaukee, Michigan, K-Wings, whatever the hell that is, for four years. And then he comes up and he plays... For the Dallas Stars, wins a cup in 98-99 with the Stars, and then plays on, and then before he gets to me in 03-04 with the Milwaukee Admirals, you know, he put 800 games in the NHL. I just want to point out this dude's University of North Dakota season where he played 48 games, okay? He had 46 goals, 70 points. He almost had a goal a game in college. That's an unheard of. I think yeah. it's still a record, 116 points in college. That's got to be. Crazy. I think the leading scorer this year is that kid that's going to go second overall. He's got like 60 points, I think. This is nuts. Yeah. So, legend. He's, he's, you know what? points. He's been with Tampa Bay eight years. So, Matthew Darsh, who's the assistant GM to Brisebois, was our, was our right winger. I was the left winger, and Tony was our centerman. So, Darshi and him been, you know, with the Lightning for eight years. He's got two cups with them. Uh, he's scouting the West. He said he'd come on, uh, you know, come on out and hang out with the boys. Sometimes. He played in the old IHL. That's where he played for the old Michigan K-Wings. And then the I saw International League. And then I seen league. Craig Bonner, my assistant coach in Kamloops, who works for the Dallas Stars. I seen him up there. I was like, holy shit, Bones. Um, hadn't seen him literally since I probably left, uh, left Kamloops. Wow. Told him that we might go a little fella tour up to the Mem Memorial Cup. Yeah, sure. we should do that. Yeah. Especially if Bedard gets Late in there. Is Regina any good? They are good. They are good. That'd be sick. Kamloops automatically gets in. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. if Kamloops were to win the Mem Cup, it's the it would be the East champion going against, you know. So if Kamloops met Regina. If Kamloops met Regina in the finals, Regina automatically gets in. If Kamloops doesn't make the finals, then would they would have sick. to they would have to win. If, if Bedard got in the Memorial it Cup, would be, that'd be fucking all time. Yeah, yeah. So um anyway, Uppies World, LA Kings. Thanks for hosting us. By the way, they they fixed that uh uh that governor's lounge. I heard Cons told me they upgraded it. It's nice. Yeah. It's nice. It's a little, it's a little too big. It used to be like, kind of felt like a little tiny private club and always packed. Yeah. I only went in there it's one time with Connolly after a Lakers game and that Zach Efron was in there with just three dimes. I bet. Dimes. I bet. I was just like, 
Look at these broads. Um, he was drinking champagne. I remember he sitting on his chair drinking champagne, three smoke shows right around him. I'm like, Zach Efron. Kings are a good, good team, man. Kings are a good team. Kings are as good as it gets, buddy. I just, I, I'm a little concerned about their back end. I don't think their D's is good enough to go all the way. Who's that kid, that little dowdy uh, 2.0? Sean Dursey. Good player. Really good player. Moves well. Really good player. And yeah. then they got this other kid, Roy. Roy's a guy that I'm a little concerned about. But they look the same. I'm concerned about Roy, Mikey Anderson, and Walker. Those three guys. Yeah. I don't know if they're... Tom, 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 Tom. And I saw your boy Eagle. He said to say what's up. Oh, yeah. And they're not, he's not playing or he's what? He's not playing. But he's looking <sighs> good. Obviously, he wore a six suit. I saw him underneath. Yeah. He'll play come playoff time, you'd think, right? Right? I don't know. Yeah. Edler, good player. Yeah. Good fucking veteran guy to have around. Hoppy's world. Party time. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Off to another hockey game tonight, eh? We yeah. Gotta, well, let's do one curfew call, Maxi, before we hit the break here. All right. We got a uh, written one here from uh, Colin Young. Fellas, I love the show, what you guys are doing. Truly brings me back to the dressing room with the, with the lads. What I really want to say is I'm looking to put the fucking Nashville Predators on a milk carton. So here's the deal. I've got a nice little road trip planned with the wife. We would be leaving from Beamsville, Ontario to meet our friend friends in St. Louis for opening day weekend for the cards versus the blue Jays. Nice. So while driving down, we're going to hit Nashville and get in one for a couple nights. So I checked to see who the Preds were playing. And to my surprise, they're playing the Leafs being a Leafs fan. I naturally wanted to grab some tickets. Um, and this is what brings me to the Preds being on the milk carton. I get, uh, I get this fucking disclaimer that reads, to better serve Nashville Predators fans, a restricted sales area has been implanted for this Nashville Predators game at Bridgestone Arena. Sales will be restricted to only those in the Nashville Predators television viewing area, Tennessee, Kentucky, Mississippi, Alabama, and Georgia. Residency will be based off credit card billing address. Orders made oh. by residents outside the viewing area will be canceled without notice and refunds given. Ticket transfers and resales will be disabled for this event. What the fuck? That's a Bush League Nashville. Also, while in St. Louis and Nashville, do you guys have a few suggestions for where I can get in one? Keep it up, boys. And as always, RIP Scoopsy. So they're trying to keep Leafs fans out of the building. Fuck. I watched that hockey game. It was the worst fucking hockey game I watched all year. It was so bad on Sunday. Leafs versus Preds. I had Preds. Puck line one, one and a half. They backdoored it. Thank you, Tyson Berry. Worst <laughs> hockey game I watched all year. It was so bad. So Colin, maybe you're lucky you yeah. got your money back. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It was terrible. But that's just the Preds trying to keep Leafs fans out of there, right? Yeah, when I played for the Preds and when you did too, if if we were f facing off against the Wings, we couldn't put a Preds fan in there. No. So the I, I understand. And, and listen, the last fucking month of the season, they probably want all their all their fans to get their like last couple games in. I don't know. but They're trying to keep Leafs fans out of there, yeah. which I get. And I mean, it was a big game for Nashville. They, they had four, three games in hand and they were four points out. And then Duchesne took a puck right, uh, right in the finger. Oh, that'll <laughs> affect he's the guitar out. playing. He's out. They're, their team's uh, the fact that they're hanging in is crazy. They're, they're, they got nobody. Like, literally nobody. Ryan McDonough. Yossi's hurt. Yossi's hurt. They got Johansson's nobody. hurt still, right? They got nobody. Yeah, Johansson's hurt. Forsberg's hurt. Duchesne's hurt. Yossi's hurt. And they're hanging on. They got no, Trotsy they fucking got playing no, D for the boys. They got what? nobody, man. They got Tyson Berry. Berry's just playing great. Yeah. Great um, player. Great and guy. Ryan McDonough. That's basically... That's all they got. So, so anyway, he wants to go out. I mean, just go to the tin roof. Yeah. Demumbrian. Why not? Tin roof. Fucking just walk up and down Demumbrian. Yeah. And, and he says he wanted to go out in St. Louis. Is that what he asked too? Yes, wheelhouse. Go to the wheelhouse. Wheelhouse. Mention my name there. I'd probably get a free Jager bomb. <laughs> Jager probably bomb. not. Yeah. Nah, why not? Is that what your, was that your go-to shot back in the day? No. No, it wasn't. 
Yeah. Um, I thought I like doing, I shot a tequila or something. Yeah, you know, up, yeah, yeah. Resposado, Casamigos. That's what um, I usually see it bang down. Yeah, or what else are we doing for shots? Jamos? Jamos. <laughs> Jamos and a beer? Jamos will get you. So, uh, Colin, thank you for the curfew call. We will be right back. Welcome back to Missing Curfew, Up Dog, Top Titty. Top Titty, baby, Top Titty. I'm, uh, I like Binger said a couple weeks ago, I need a different strategy. I'm getting fucking worked. I was 68th place. Thank you to 100, 100 uh, entries again. Thank you, fellas. That's a sellout. That's huge for us. So keep that coming. We appreciate it. Shout out to the winner, Ryan. How the fuck do you say his last name? Sarteski. 143 points. Let's go to see what he had up. Maybe I could steal some ideas off of him. Ryan Saretsky. I mean, he has your boy Miller. I had Miller too. Yeah, nice. Oh, Posternock went off. Wilson. Legend. Bertuzzi. So he went heavy. He went heavy bees. So how does Osh, how does Ottinger? So Ottinger got 40 saves. He gets 30 points for that. Like, this is what I don't understand. Like, Demko, Vancouver beats San Jose 7-2, and he only gets 10 points, so there wasn't enough shots. Because San Jose, I think, only had, like, 18 shots. Yeah, like, 17 saves. Yeah. I think every 10 saves, you get, like, a point bonus. Gotcha. So you, so you want to take into consideration a team that's going to get some rubber put on them, too, right? I should Fuck, I didn't know that. Yeah, so look, it, it says this here. You get, for the win, it's 6 points. 40 save performance, 28 points. One 35-plus save performance, you get an extra 3 points. Okay. And then each goal against you is 3.5 points deducted. Wow. Yeah. 3.5 for one goal let in. Deducted. Wow. That seems like a lot. Shouldn't it be one point for one goal against? Three points seems like a lot to me. I, mean, I don't know because it, it showed I had Demko and he had two goals against. That's minus seven. And then Ottinger two goals against minus seven points. So I'll be, I'm typically loading up my, this is what I'm doing. I'm loading up my centers. Oh. Well, this is why he won. Yeah, sorry. That's all right. Because his utility is fucking just uh, Giuseppe. Giuseppe plays for Vancouver. 17 my, points. My, my, my utility, Lowry, got me 16, 16. But I've been typically loading up my centermen and, and cutting corners on wingers. I think I got to get more balance through my lineup. I can't go just fucking 8,000 for two centers and then a you know, goalie. I got to get some more balance. I think it's about balance, boys. Shorthanded assist gets you an extra two points. Where are you seeing all that? When you click on the guy, when you click on him, it shows like his salary, how many guys drafted him, goals, how many points he gets for a goal, shot on goal, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Lowry, one goal. He scored one. He got me eight and a half points. A shot on goal is a point and a half, like you said. An apple's five points and a block shot is 1.3 points. I don't know. I'm back to the drawing board. It's tough with all the games, but Brento, 109 points. Princey, Maxi. Binger, what happened to you, bud? We're, we're, you didn't make her in this year, this week, Binger. What happened? <laughs> you didn't make her in the top titty. No, I was busy last week with work. I didn't have time to to <laughs> plug in a lineup. I'm sorry. You can blame. Sorry, buddy. Sorry, buddy. Blame Hall Pass. Uh, I won't blame Hall Pass, but up dog. I, I got to go more balance. What, what do you what do, what are you leaning towards? What do you think your problem is? Because me and you are my both, problem we're is stinking it up. My problem is I like to. I look at the opposition teams, right, and who stinks and who I think yeah. is going to be an offensive game, and I try to load up two guys on that squad. But after I do that, the remaining salary, average salary, goes to like fucking 4000 I know. And then I'm like scrambling to find guys I even know. Like so, I even know their names. Yeah. Um, We're in the same boat. That's what I'm doing. I yeah, pick so my I, two guys, two or three guys that I love, and then I'm like, fuck, all I got is four grand on, for four more guys or five more guys. I'm in one. I'm taking <laughs> – who did I take? 
Uh, Seth Jarvis I took. And I like yeah. Seth Jarvis. He's a good kid. He's a good player. He got me one point. So this is where it's nice to have like the Darren Pangs of the world where you text Panger and you go, hey, like yeah, any lineup changes tonight where you think a, a guy that was on the fourth line is going to play on the second line? Get an opportunity. You just and, and then you kind of feel out like those guys that, oh, you know what? Tarasenko tonight's got a you know, tough, like fucking, you know, he's not playing sore groin. Lafreniere is going to play in his spot. And then you're like, okay, you yeah. know, he's only four grand. Let's get him up there. You were looking for some inside scoop. You need some inside scoop. I'll tell you what, Barkov fucked me and the Florida Panthers. I don't know if they're going to get in anymore, buddy. They lost a we fucking need that heartbreaker. They lost a heartbreaker last night. The Sens. Did you see Brooks Kepka just lit, lighting up Ekblad? Was that who he was yelling at? Yeah, yeah. Could we tell that for sure? Yeah, 100%. Was that actually Bruce Kepka? That Brooks was Kepka. Brooks Kepka. Brooks, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was Kepka. He had a pylon and said, yeah. Ekblad, you're, you're, you fucking a, suck. Yeah, you're a traffic cone. Yeah. Really? He wasted. He was wasted. Yeah, he's pinned. They all had the same tracksuit on. They're all wearing like fucking, they look like an Irish, Irish mobster. I mean, it's a little unprofessional, I thought, but. I mean, who's, what's he care? <laughs> I get that. Does he give a fuck what Aaron Eckblad thinks of him? No. No, I know. But like, what, were they that bad? I mean, what was he? He doesn't even know hockey, does he? I don't where know. Where's he from? Where's Kepka from? Kepka? He lives in Florida. Oh, I know that. I'm not sure where he's from. You think he has any hockey background? Like, I'd love to see if, if he could even stand on skates. I'd be impressed. I, I don't think he played any like hockey growing up. In old, yeah. he, he's, he's born in West Palm, so probably not. No. But I mean, he... he he likes hockey. He has every right to yell at Ekblad if he wants to. Yeah, I mean, he's a fan. Yeah, he paid for that suite. I'm sure people chirp him when he makes doubles and stuff. <laughs> for sure, <laughs> for sure. I mean, he was just tuned up pretty good. So, top titty up, dog. Back to the drawing board for the boys. Uh, where we are having some success is the DraftKings lock of the night. Promo code Curfew Kings. Two wins again. You had Minnesota over Chicago. I took Pittsburgh over Washington. You were 12 and 6. I'm 13 and 6. That is a combined 25 and 12. We are officially making the boys cheddar. If you've had, if you have, you just gotta, I say this every week. You got to sack up. If man. you have believed in the boys and you can get, yeah, like I'll be said, you can sack up. We are making you money. Yep. So up dog, a lot of games. So a lot of games. Go first, fella. Set the tone. Ooh, I'm going to take the, let's see here. New Jersey devils. My boys, you love the devils. Love right? the Hawks. It's going to be, that's going to be like minus three hundy on the road. This fucking, these Oilers, Ducks at Oilers line is going to be like, it would going to be like minus 420. That is crazy. Um, fuck. All right. I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Lightning at home against the New York Islanders. There you go. Yeah. I it's think Tampa's swing. about to come out of it. They're about to come out of it. They're just getting all this, like. It may start tonight. Just getting all the fluff out of there. It may start tonight with your same game parlay under city. You you turn yeah. the clocks back to fucking two thousand four. Little hook in an old. You went uh, under first period. Under <laughs> you're hoping the clutch and grabbing comes yeah. back. But I think the Lightning are going to come out of it right now. I think they see the finish line now up. Mm -hmm. The Leafs are going to get home ice. I think they're ready to fucking turn it up. Although their their back end is a little bit of a problem. But I got the Lightning at the Islanders, and the Up Dogs got his New Jersey Devils going into Chi Town. Uh, up Dog. New uniform deal for the NHL. 10-year deal. Uh, Fanatics. I thought these guys did. They do, they do the, uh, the baseball yeah. uniforms, right, Binger? Mac, do they, they do sure the baseball do. uniforms? Ooh, I, I don't I know think about they that. Do. Yep. They're yeah. everywhere. They're everywhere, right? This is good for the league, I think, Updog. Isn't it? Weren't we talking about this company a couple weeks ago? Like, this is, this is good for the NHL. This is, uh, yeah. I mean, this Michael Rubin from Fanatics has been doing stuff 
with these leagues now forever. I love the brand. Yeah. Listen, they've exploded. When I was playing in Florida, they had a headquarters there. Frosty took me over there, actually. He was well-connected. Brought me in. This warehouse, Obi, was fucking four stories tall, floor to ceiling in all memorabilia. We walked into this cage, and I was seeing Peyton Manning uh, fucking like autographed winning Super Bowl footballs and shit. Like it was like Michael Jordan shoes and everything, right? These guys have been collecting and building this. This is an empire. Nice that they're jumping into hockey. You know, fuck, when we played, we were wearing Reebok jerseys. Yeah, they do it all up. Sure, right? right? They, NFL, NCAA, MLB, they do NBA, soccer, not even fucking do WWE wrestling. <laughs> the wrestling. You get out of the fucking, listen, you want to get an AJ Styles tarp? Go to fucking Fanatics. You want to get a Randy Orton tarp? You go to Fanatics. <laughs> no, it's good. It's I think it's good for they're probably paying a nice dollar. It's good for escrow. You can right? get a macho fucking man, man Randy Savage tarp. I might have to buy one of these here. What about the Ultimate Warrior Fuck, bands you, around you would, the biceps? You would look good in that that one right there. Come summertime, yeah, you yeah. would look good in that macho one. The old man. macho man. That's a I good might tarp. Have to pick that up. Oh yeah, brother. Oh yeah. Dig it. Here you can get Beckham the little macho man onesie. Is Fuck Beckham it. still wearing the onesies? Yeah. He's, oh yeah. He he's loves a tiny it. little guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's getting big though. His face is getting. His face is getting big. You sent a picture plump. of him uh, holding the blue light. Yeah, yeah he was of looking course. Good. He was looking of course, good. just like his dad likes the blue lights. But <laughs> that's true. Up dog, I, I think this is. I think this is great for the league. Um, I, I think they're going to get behind the uniforms. I think they're going to maybe do a better job than Adidas did of branding it and cooler stuff. So when I saw it, this is a company me and you talked about. I wanted to bring it up to you. And another thing I wanted to talk about is Mike Hoffman went to social media. He got cross-checked right in the lip by A.J. Greer. They gave him one game. To me, when I saw it, it should have been more than that. It should have been probably three at least. But anyways, Hoppin didn't like it. Uppy, I'm all for players going to their user platform. If there's something you don't like in the league, suspensions, anything, use your platform. That's what I want players to do. I want them to use their platform and speak their mind. Hoffman was like stitches under his chin. He's like, you know, I think it's a good thing. Yeah. Use your platform, fellas, and tell these. If you don't like what the league's doing, fucking tell them. Yeah. So I thought it was great. I think Brad Marchand does it the best. Yeah, he's as honest as as toast. He's great. He I is. I mean, great. what he says about the you know, the All Star games where they are, who's going to sit out? Yeah, <laughs> or like chirping fans for you know ripping them for whatever. He's great. He it's is good great. for the, it's a, good for the league. He's probably the best. You're he's right. He's the best. So you see that the the Bruins have 119 points in the bank and they're just sitting guys out. They went and played in Carolina. They didn't take Marchant, Bergeron, or Lindholm. How how nice is that? Like if you're those guys, you're like, you know what? I'm just going to get a light workout in this morning. I'm not going to fly to Carolina and play the Hurricanes. Like that to me is huge that you can yeah. rest these guys mentally. Hang out with your family for the day. Go hang out with your kids. We're going out to Carolina and still beat them. Like that's fucking yeah, nice. It's a grind right now. Picture the teams that are in the hunt. That's a, that's a full grind. Now I wouldn't say come game 78, 79, 80, 81, 82, you sit these guys out. Those guys, no. you need to be totally. sharp. Totally. You need to play meaningful games going in, you know, cause you can't just, they got 119 points. 119. What are they on pace for? 145. If they win the night against the Preds, which I got them, yeah, minus 330. Yeah, they will clinch the Presidents Trophy tonight. Oh my God! Think about that. It's fucking still March. They got 119 points up, dog. They can just fucking. But you're right. The, the last five games they'll get in there and compete. But I just think that at this time of the year you don't want to hop on the plane if you don't have to, right? Mm -mm. Your best players, your veteran guys. Go home with your fucking kids, hang out, put the feet up, watch the game on TV, door dash some food in, whatever you're going to get. What, are you gonna, what, do you, what do you think Patrice Bergeron's door dashing in? Probably fucking. Probably steamed broccoli yeah. and some salmon. He's not. He's got a chef probably, yeah. right? A little glass of Pinot, though. I bet she's, bet she's a wine drinker. You think so? 
for sure. Who doesn't like a glass of red wine, especially the French guys? That's true. Nice Pinot, you know, nice light Pinot. Yeah, I know you enjoy tasty nice glass after of wine. a win too. Nothing better. Goes good on the bird. Nothing better on the bird. On the bird. I like my own bottle of wine on the bird. You like to bring your own. Yeah, but I like to have my own. Yeah. I want to be sharing all that. Did I tell you the time me and my, I, I probably told you this over the years of doing this podcast, but me and Derek Smith, shout out to Smitty, he's the coach of the Lockton Dukes. Typical Bob Hartley fashion, he gasses red wine on the plane. So what do we do? We bring our own. But what, we made the mistake because we were fucking drunk. We left the plane. <laughs> we left a couple empty shoulders behind and they found out. We got shit. Darian Hatcher used to bring, uh, he used to bring magnums on the bird and, and the train. Magnums? Ma- like a nice big one for after the match. He'd have it in his backpack. Pop. I think that was the only thing he had in his backpack. I'm talking a nice three liter. <laughs> Not even a toothbrush. He'd pull eh? it Just out fucking... there and boom, right at the card table. And we're like, that's fucking. That's, Philadelphia that's a good leader right hockey. there. That's a good leader. You guys were so lucky riding that train, by the way. Train's I remember nice. we, we, we come out east and we go Jersey. No turbulence, eh? Jump on the train to Philly. Jump back on the train back to New York. It's like, this is fucking easy. Yeah. In the West, it's like three-hour flight here, four-hour flight there. Brutal. Uh, milk carton up, dog. I'm going to put the, uh, we're speaking of the Carolina Hurricanes. I don't know if you've noticed this. The red helmets they wear on the road, I, I've had enough of them. I'm putting the Carolina Hurricanes red. Just wear the white helmet. Wear the white one. Goes, don't try to reinvent the wheel here, Carolina. All right? Although you did wear your, your Whalers fucking. You Badass see, the other day. Those are Saturday so, night's game. Those are so sick. That was great. Yeah. Those are so sick. Actually, that was Sunday afternoon. That was Sunday game. They're playing Boston. Yeah. Those are so sick. Overtime match, right? They lost the shootout, yeah. Yeah. But I just, the red helmets on the road, where the white, that's fucking NHL. Like, let's not try to like, to me, they look like a fucking junior team when they do that. Or, yes. uh, I don't know, college team of some sort. So I'm putting the Carolina Hurricanes red helmets on the milk carton. And I got to put Jacob Truba. Uh, he speared our boy, Matty Kachuk, right in the nuts. <laughs> like, he usually pretty, he's usually a pretty honest player. I know, but did you see it? He got a right yeah. square. And the boy that you know very well, Randy Moeller, called it, I've never heard this, the Alabama separator. <laughs> so it separates the left nut from the right Right nut. through the fucking ball sack, yeah. Ooh. It looked like it hurt, man. I mean, that's, did Angelo spear Perry the nuts? Truba, I don't think, intentionally did it, but you, gotta, you can't be spearing guys in the balls oh, out there. Man. Right? Like, yeah, yeah, I agree. Too much, but it's too much. All right, those are good. Uh, another thing I wanted to talk to you about here in a, a little uh, topics is I see these guys getting penalties for taking their helmet. Like if I come in, knock your helmet off. Yep, and it's a penalty on who you? Yeah, no. Yeah. So I come in the scrum, I yep. knock your helmet off. They're giving guys penalties. It's not a penalty for a guy knocks his helmet off in the scrum. No, it's already a joke that they got to put. The other night I saw Michael Bunting in the corner. His helmet fell off, and he's in the corner trying to put his fucking helmet back on, and the play's going around him. Like, come on, just let him fucking like let him play out the puck. That's the stupid new rule they put stupid, in. Stupid, I know, but this one they got to look at. If a guy knocks a guy's helmet off behind the net or in front of the net and scrum and the play's dead, it's not a penalty. It's a scrum. What are you talking about? Yeah, so, but, okay, so the, in the bunting case, he has to go off the ice, right? Because that wasn't a scrum. He, when the play's going live, typically yeah. you got to go off. He yeah. just stood there and put it back on. It looked like the most budget thing ever I've ever seen. It was brutal. I get that. We're not going to change that rule. But I think when it comes to a scrum, yeah. if a guy knocks his helmet off, it shouldn't be an automatic penalty. Especially if both guys' hands are up in the, you know, in your face, right? Yeah, it's a scrum. It's the same thing as knocking your stick out of your hands with a slash. It's a joke. It's a joke. They're making the game so soft. It's just really pissing me off. So I had to get that off my chest. Yep. You got something you want to talk about on career highs? Career highs. I mean, you're hearing it and seeing it this year. And, and McDavid is a separator. He's, he's the Alabama separator in this <laughs> yes. whole thing. But... When I hear like, oh, these guys are setting career highs this year. How? It's just not. 
ideal in a world like this where there is no practicing, no pregame skates, no one's working on defensive structure, no one has structure, and these guys are going out every night and playing, you know, I, you were talking penalties. Yeah. Fucking seven, <laughs> seven, eight power plays a game. I know. I look at no ice time. A lot of these kids and these guys are getting, yes, career highs. Yes, there's how many 50 goal scores are going to be made? Is there six maybe? Yeah. I don't think could, it's the could. right way to say like, oh, these guys are setting career highs. I just think that the game is changing. And 10 years ago, if you were to put up 120 points 10 years ago, you were Mario Lemieux. Yeah. You know, Sidney, Sidney Crosby didn't even probably do that either. I just think it's, it's the game has changed and all these guys setting career highs, like it's just expected. I think I know the guy you're talking about. I think I know the, when you heard him, was it Hyman? When you heard Hyman's stats? 34 goals, 40 goals. What is Hyman's he got 77 points in 71 games. His highest before that, I think he had 50 points. He's got 32 goals. I think I was watching the Oilers game and they mentioned that. And then I saw you come to the notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> career highs. Career career high. Him like, and cool. Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Nugent's got 91 points in 74 games. But I see what you're saying. power play is as good as anything I've ever seen in, on an ice surface. Before. <laughs> power Outside. play is nasty. There is no stopping it. It's, it's awesome, actually, to watch. Um, it wouldn't be fun to kill it, though, would it? No. I mean, do you think other teams just watch the way McDavid kind of works that half wall and yeah, penetrates are, the middle like yeah, that? Other and then, teams try to do it, for sure. You know, I was watching Arizona play the Oilers last night, and they were trying to do it, but it's different when it's... Not Kel's having a great year, but it's different when McDavid can pass it down to, to dry cycle and dry cycle can put it back up. I mean, when McDavid attacks it, it's like, look out. That's special. Look out. But other so, teams are trying to do it for sure. So I just think the league has changed and like, you know what? It's, everyone's starting fresh. No one's setting career highs anymore. The game's completely changed. I would say to your point, I agree that scoring and getting a hundred points is not what it used to be. No. Like you used to get a hundred points. It's like, holy shit. Like, if you don't have a guy on your team getting 100 points now, you need to fucking draft better or sign a better free agent or whatever, because <laughs> yeah. everyone should have a guy that's at least getting 100 points. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It's gone so far that they've changed the rules so much that, to me, it, these numbers, like Hyman having this year, to me, yeah, Hyman's a good player. I don't think, like, you know, him having 70-some fucking points in 71 games, I'm not like, he's just that sick. He's a great player. Yeah. Plays on the Oilers, their power plays unbelievable, and... He goes to the front of the net and literally fucking stands there. Nobody touches him. Nobody touches him. Like he literally scored a goal the other night where he was in the blue paint. <laughs> it's it. off his back. And he just tipped it in. I'm like, it was making my blood boil up. Dog. That so was I know what you're saying. Yeah, it was a joke. Joke. Uh, your boy Ray Ferraro, Chicken Parm. Uh, I was watching the game the other night. He said to he said uh, on national television, in his opinion, that home ice does not matter anymore in the playoffs. I like and sleeping I, in my own bed. Yeah, I get what he's saying. All the rinks are the same. Everything besides the mullet. Gotta love the mullet. Can't believe we didn't make it to the mullet. I still want home ice. I want game seven at home. I want line changes. To me, I still think it matters. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Seven games, you don't want to lose game six on the road. Or you don't want to lose game six at home and go on the road for game seven. No I'd, chance. I'd rather have that game seven at home. Although, okay, maybe there's pressure to win at home. But I want to be in my own room. I want to be, I want my fucking... You know, I want to jump in the Alpina to the rink, drive yeah, the rink. grab my own coffee from my own fucking coffee shop. Yeah. I want to have like a <laughs> soap before the match. What was your coffee shop in Florida called? Uh, I was the Obi house. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah the Obi house. Yeah. I'm with you. I, I, if, and I think if you ask any coach, any player, they still want home ice. I get what Chick and was saying. All the buildings are the same, but I had to kind of call him out a little bit here. Yeah. Like fuck teams still want home ice. It still matters. Yeah, I just last change. I think he means like road teams still can bring it. 
Like, okay, let's say you don't want home ice against fucking the Edmonton Oilers. Game seven, last minute, you, you, you want to be able to get your guys out there. I guess you could call a timeout. But point being, if you see McDavid come over, okay, Doughty and fucking. Big time. You need that. It's so important. So I'll coach it. Yeah. So chicken parm, I'm going to have to disagree with on that one. Updog, the curfew pull. Prince is doing a hell of a job. This one was the updog running over John Gibson behind the net. The people have spoken, and I voted. You can throw me in this one. 75% of the people said you're fucking trying to drill Gibby. You were trying to drill him, eh? I think Gibby got in my way. No. <laughs> and what listen, did, what and did Gibby I only say, say this. I don't know. Gibby was, I think he was out cold when I, when I sideways after I hit him. Didn't mean to do it, but listen. Did you? He though? knew I was coming in on the four check. He knew it. He heard me. Whether I had the stick in my hand or not, he is notorious for this, and he'll fucking admit it. He shoots that bisky. He waits there for the contact, and then he gives her, you know. Oh, he does? Yeah, watch him. He's gotten better at it, but he's, like, it'll be a question we need to ask Getsy. Is Getsy, have you seen, when you played with Gibby his first six years, did you ever see him, like, get these hits and just, you know, embellish it a little bit? We could ask Getsy. I noticed that Getsy was on the ice. I and, and I, I, the reason well, Fowler was the one. That the reason I think you're, you're not going to do anything, me, Fowler. The, the, the reason I think you drilled him on purpose was because Revo was out there with get you, the boys and, going. and you knew you could do whatever you want. So you get hit. Fowler grabs you. Revo comes in. Getsy turns and looks like he's coming for you, and then kind of notices Revo's on the ice, which I would have done the same thing. And everything just—you didn't even get punched in the face or anything. <laughs> I didn't get anything. You didn't even get anything done to you. I'm like, I'm sure they even get a stinky glove for I fucking know. running their number one goalie. I, I should have got a stinky at least. I would have slashed you or something. I know. I should have had a sore hand or something <laughs> after. It was the back of the legs or. You got away with, with everything you wanted. Murder. That's, that's when you have Ryan Reeves on your line. That's what Revo, happens. my boy. Thank yeah. you. But so, it's Gibby. Gibby, just shoot it and get back in your net. I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> you didn't even have a stick. I know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm, I'm making him play the puck. You did a hell of a job. I thought so. I got hundred percent. You did it on got purpose. A four for that. Hundred <laughs> percent. You did it on purpose, though. But uh, to our listeners, the, the fellows out there, thanks for doing that. Princey, good job. We're having fun with it. Updog NHLPA player polls. To me, this was always the most important thing. We don't have to go over all of them. I want to go over the one about best defenseman. Listen, Carlson's going to win the Norris Trophy. It's fine. He's going to get hundred points. He's going to win it. But this is this is what we're if we're talking best defenseman. McCarr sixty four percent. Hedman, Yossi, Carlson at 3%. And I think if you asked Eric Carlson, he would probably say this is right. He's having a great year. He's going to win the Norris. But to me, when the players have spoken, what McCarr is doing right now in the NHL, I mean, watch this kid. He's come back. He is, buddy, it is insane. The poor Ducks last night, poor Gibby. I thought he was going to go Bennington on the fucking. <laughs> I mean, this McCarr kid, he was doing whatever he wanted. Bo Byram, our boy, yeah. doing whatever he wanted. Yeah, they're two great McCarr players. McCarr right now, the way he's playing, I don't know. I would give him the Norris. I'm going to say it here. I'm going to curfew. I hope so. I listen. Look I have. Your, go ahead. I've, I bet him. So I, I hope so. I put the bet in before the season. Let, let's say, let's say this up dog. Let's say that the Colorado avalanche come back to win the central division, which right now they're leading. They're tied for leading. Cal, Cal McCarr has 17 goals, 66 points in 58 games. And is plus 16 with all the injuries that they've had and everything that's gone on. If they win the central division, would you change your vote? They're one point by Minnesota. Would you change your vote to kill McCarr over Carlson having 100 points? God, it's... No, I probably, I probably wouldn't. Just because it's for, a special year, 100 points. For all if the, he gets 95 points, like say he just goes ice cold turkey for the next little bit and McCarr puts up, say, you know, in the next 
in the next 10 games, McCarr puts up 15 points and gets to 80, you know, 83, 84 points. Which he could. He's got 17 goals. Yeah, he's got 17 goals. Dougie Hamilton's got 19 goals. <laughs> 22 goals, Carlson. I mean, man. Yeah, you know what? You, you could put him in there. I, I Listen. He's going to be a finalist. my wallet. It, I'd it, like to see him get it. They got to win the Central. If they win the Central Division and he keeps up the last nine games, and let's, yeah. say he gets fifth, let's say he gets 12 or 13 points in the nine games, maybe he gets to 20 goals. I think you really got to consider if the Avs win the Central Division, that Kale McCarr again could outdo Carlson for the Norse. I think what you're saying about the 100 points, he's going to get it. But I'm telling you, what McCarr's doing right now, man, is absolutely insane up dog. Yeah, 12 even strength goals, five power play goals. That's it's a great year. Watch him play right now. It, it is insane. He's it's crazy what he's doing. The other one that jumped out to me, uh, most complete player, the boys in the league have spoken. Sidney Crosby, thirty percent. I would have to agree with that. Connor McKeever is the best player on the planet, hands down. It's not even close. But when you, I watch Sidney Crosby play up dog, yeah. his two hundred foot game is it's it's still the fucking. He's well, still the because man. he grew up. That was how you had to play when he came in the league. You had to be a two way player. You know, it, it wasn't built on all off- offense. So. He knows like how to it. play the right way. What do you think about the best stick handler? Who we got? Patrick Kane, 46%. Showtime, baby. Showtime. I mean, but McDavid, stick handler. McDavid's uh, such a good stick handler. Right? He is such a good stick handler. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's got to be maybe. What was McDavid's percentage? Not much. 28%. So he was second behind Showtime? Yeah. Fuck up. That's a great point. I mean, when McDavid starts dusting that baby off, it is unbelievable. How about the fun ones here? Best road city a day off in Vegas. Maybe in pool parties. A little <laughs> golf. <laughs> Summit pool party. I'm shocked that uh, I do like the 16% New York City. That means the guys have a little culture. They want to walk around a little yeah. bit, you know, a couple lunches, dinners. I didn't play with Vegas in the league. So to me, what just jumps out to me would be New York and LA. But Vegas, of course. Yeah. Get this, son. Whoever was the guys that voted for Sunrise, you guys are nerds. <laughs> There's nothing to do in Sunrise, Florida, as we all well know. Go play Adios with Bully and Joe. Yeah, but that's, that's not all Sunrise. No, it's that's not. fucking Boca. Sunrise stinks. Stinky. And then for me, the last one, best locker room guy. They gave it to Mark Andre Fleury. I'm going to, hey, Flower, I think you're a good guy, but I'm going to say Kevin Hayes at number two. Tyson Berry. Kevin Hayes is the best locker room guy going And Tyson Berry. Tyson Berry. Yeah. Tyson Berry should be on that list. So uh, I think that's great. I love when they do the polls of the players up, dog. As two ex guys that played in the league, that's the ultimate comment when your peers speak about you. Talking about the Buffalo, uh, sorry, talking about the Boston Bruins. Every time they win a game, which is every fucking night up, dog, I see these guys eating pizza and chicken wings and fucking figure it out, NHL. All right. The best team in the league, they're eating fucking chicken wings and beer. Yeah, There's a reason. Zero fucks. Zero fucks. They're not in there having a protein shake, riding the fucking bike. Maybe they are riding the bike, but I'm have sure a they're fucking the slice of pizza ups. Right? Yeah. Get in the hot tub, have a sauna, have a beer. Talky. <laughs> right? You still think there's that ice cold case of beer beside the sauna like it yeah, was? Yeah, for sure. Steamer. Steamer. How good was that ice cold beer in the sauna? Fuck, it tasted good. I know. Didn't want to leave. I do miss that. So uh Maxie, we're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna tee up the national leaguers here, fella. So Princey, I talked to Princey up dog. He, he's, I said, listen, you, you went, you went too extreme on the boys. We, we need a Jersey. We need something. So we're back to having jerseys. I said, fucking get some guys that up dog. We want, we want them on the fourth line to name this national leaguer, oh, which Jesus is presented yeah. by our friends at life force, which is promo code curfew. Check it out. Life force, boys baby. At life force, baby. 
All right, up dog. Name that National Leaguer. I got this. You do, eh? Handsome lad. Yeah, yeah. We both got in trouble at Fiddler's house one night. This is Skizzins. <laughs> Scissors? Says Scissins. What did I say? Skizzins? <laughs> Skizzins. Scissins. I got no idea who that is. Yep, dog. I'm right. Yeah. I know. He's a good cat. A great guy. What's good his guy name? you want on his team? Scotty Scissors? No. Yeah. 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 It's not Scotty. Not Scotty? No. What's his first name? Colton. Colton. Colton Skizzins. <laughs> Scissors. That's a fucked up name to actually pronounce. Good guy, though. Yeah. Love him. Yeah. Ooh, so give kid. me the backstory on it. Where'd you guys? So I went to Fiddler's house. Yeah. This is actually kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he was, they were moved out of it and I uh, still had his furniture in there and stuff and blah, blah, blah. He wasn't there. And I was in Kelowna for a couple of days. So he lets me stay at the house. And sure enough, Colton was staying there after me. And it just so happens that maybe some of the beds were a little messed up and, and Chrissy thought it was me. A little bit of a crime scene. A little bit of a crime scene. But it wasn't. And I was like, listen, I don't know what to tell you, but I was, I didn't, you know, sleep in that room. I, I don't know. And uh, sure as shit, you know. <laughs> and the rest is history. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, I know he's a good guy because uh, the Nashville guys, you know, he's been there forever. He signed a long-term ticket there. They yeah. like him. Plays and, hard. Uh, yeah, he's a good player. I had good no third, fucking third idea. Guy. I had no idea who that was. Yeah. So good on you. We got another one, Maxi. We do. Sorry, I'm trying to get it up here. That's all right, fella. Colton Sissons. That's how you say it. Sissons. Sissons. Signed a long term. Sissons. Yeah, yeah. He got was, like a seven year deal yeah, for like three bananas. Yeah. Here you go, Zach Efron. <laughs> this kid's got fucking great hair. That is National League hair. This kid. Too bad he's playing in Ottawa. He should be playing is that in LA. an Ottawa jersey. That's an Ottawa jersey. That's the D-Man Brunstrom. He looks like a Swede. Is that the D-Man Brunstrom? It is not. Ooh, fuck. Ottawa. Um, I got no clue. <laughs> I'm talking. You know who that is or no? I'm gonna a lifeline. Can I call Claude Giroux and ask him who this is? Banger, do you have any lifelines for the boys? <laughs> <laughs> You're on your own for this one. Fuck. No, we need a lifeline. Give us one lifeline. You want to know what? What do you want to know? Team? Like, I want to know. A what do you want to know? know? Forward D-man. I want to know, like, what his last name is. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me a position. He's a centerman. Doesn't help. I got their team up here. I'm kind of cheating. It doesn't help. Here. I don't know who this guy is, man. I have no idea. Batherson? Nope. He's a centerman on the third line. No idea. Who is I, it? I got you it. You got it? Well, yeah. that, I mean. His name is uh, Gambrel. Well, yeah, when you're looking at the lines and I say, yeah, he's a centerman on the third line, you're going to get it right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Told no, you. Wait, wait, fuck the, you guys oh, want to make it easier. Where is he from? Listen, I watch a lot of American fucking board. hockey. I have never heard of that fucking kid. Are we I sure know. he's in the NHL? It's how many games does this guy play? No, look. Gambrel 54 games a, played. It says Gambrel will be a healthy scratch on Monday. Yeah, I mean, this guy's 54 games played. He's got O'Brien stats. He's Two got goals, goal. five assists, yeah. seven points. 227 career games. So good hair, though. Great hair, he good chin He might stick line. around in the league for a while just with that flow. Fuck, I'm 0 for 2. Do we got one more? We got one more here. 
Jesus, look at this guy. <laughs> this is a guy that plays in Boston. Not a fucking, look how white he is. Not a tan on him. Greasy red beard. He looks like he could be in a Sam Adams commercial, eh? About beer? He looks so he like, belongs in Boston. He looks, yeah, he looks like he could be in a Sam Adams commercial. D-Man. Fuck. D-Man? Yep. Um, <laughs> does McQuaid still play there? No. <laughs> First line for the Bruins. Don't go looking it up. Oh, McQuaid does not play there. First line McQu- for the Bruins. McQuaid was a brunette that was like 6'4". was a killer. Um, fuck. Not Orloff. Not Orloff. Let me think. Said he's a D-man. I got no idea who that I is. I don't know how to pronounce the last name, if that's a hint as well. You don't know how to pronounce the last name. All right, time's up. Well, who is I it? I don't know. I don't know. I watched a lot of hockey, too. Who is it? Matt Grizzlick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Grizzlick. Yeah, he's a good D-man. He can yeah. skate. Fuck, that doesn't look like him. That just goes to show you that the NHL doesn't need to do a better job of marketing these guys. Totally. I watched fucking three hockey games a night. I couldn't tell you who that fucking guy is. He's a legit national leaguer. Yeah. Legit. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. He plays for the best team in the fucking planet. I'm a Get fucking. Get him on a commercial. I'm a fucking degenerate. I'm a Wheaties commercial. Yeah, I, I don't even know who this guy is. The league's doing a shit job of marketing these guys. Can't be honest. Yeah, blame it on Batman. <laughs> I, I love blaming everything on Batman. Um, national leaguers. Well, dog, you got one for three. Way to get us on the board. I got, yeah. I got skunked. Uh, by our good friends at Life Force, promo code curfew. Check it out. Speaking of fringe national leaguers, this kid, uh, Vincent Dernay, big 73 for the Edmonton Oilers. I love this kid's game. Mark my words, he is going to end up playing more minutes than anyone expects. I, in fact, I think Bouchard, they should bump Bouchard down. They should put Dernay up with Ekholm and put Bouchard with um, nurse? Kulak. Or, no, yeah. Nurse and Cece, um, Kulak. And uh, Bouchard, mm-hmm. and this big boy plays with Ekholm as a shutdown pair. This kid is way better with the puck than people give him credit. This kid's going to be a player. I like it. Yeah, good. It, some people in other nations are going to be like sell down homes. I'm telling you, come playoff time, this kid's going to play more. By so, the way, he was standing in Panger's way there at the game uh, the other week. I know, and uh, I thought he had a good personality on, him. and he gets in there. He's a big fucker. Like he took that nice cross check in the lips yeah. behind the behind the net. Well, watch yeah. him. Watch the little plays he makes with the puck, though. Yeah. He makes little good little chips. He makes a great first pass. Like yeah. his, he's their best defender besides Ekholm, but he can make plays up. He's like that. Uh, is it Chernick that was in Tampa with with? Yeah, Chernick's Hedman? still there. Kind of like that. Yeah. That sort of like wait, make the right play. Just don't fuck around. Give it to your other defenseman who's better. Yeah, but just make the right play. You heard it here first. Ekholm, Darnay should be the shutdown pair for the Edmonton Oilers. I like it. They need it. They need it. He's they he, need to fix their structure. I'm impressed with him. Six foot six, two hundred fifteen pounds, and I love him because he's a seventh rounder up dog. So I like it. Uh, back up the Briggs truck presented by our good friends at Canadips uh, Lip Boomer. I got a little. Northern Lights in here right now, Ups. Nice. This is nice. Yeah, nice in Northern deep. Lights, but Northern Lights. Boreal Forest there. Boreal. <laughs> nice. It's nice. Give me one of those. Promo code Curfew, Curfew Cali. Cali. Uh, our boy, Jed, Jared Bednar. Best dressed guy at coach in the league. Second is John Cooper. Well, Bedsy, you're going to have a little more cash to buy those new suits. Three-year extension, five bananas a year. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. It'd be nice to make $5 million to coach. I bet you his barber's happy. He's going to be hair. in there like every other day, just you know, tightening up. Yeah. Nice. Well to deserved. Get the sideburns going. I thought he would have got maybe more than three years. I thought it would have been maybe a five-year deal, but at $5 million, five bananas a year, who gives a shit? Yeah, that's a, nice, that's a nice deal. Great deal. Guys put in his time. Players love him. 
He's got that core group of guys for a while. Yeah. Right. It's a, they're, they're a wagon. They're a humming, buddy. Yeah, they're they a wagon. They are humming. And I would say to Bedsy, you got to up your suit game even more now. Right. Like you like are Tom the best dressed. Yeah. Like now you got to go next level. Yeah. Right. Cause you're five, five bananas a year. Next level. I want to see three piecers. I want to see fucking Henrik Lundqvist style now. That's yeah, it. Come he brings on. it. I mean, who knows? Playoff times around too. Probably get some new ones. Speaking of lip boomers, uh, watch Bedsy on the bench. He's always he's got something in there. He's got a chew of some sort. He's he's a fucking good. Just he's just a good guy. I think he's just a good guy. Yeah, let's get him on. Uh, and last but not least, get this guy a beer presented by our good friends at Labatt. Uh, we got lots of guys we want to dish beers to. Look at how many guys we're dishing beers to here. Uh, I'm gonna go first. Your boy Bertuzzo can't believe he scratched it against the Kings. His goal against Detroit Red Wings. Was fucking nasty. Bobo, he did this in their playoff run yeah, with the Stanley did. Cup. He gets these times where he, I think he blacks out. <laughs> yeah, he And he does. just starts fucking, <laughs> day, fucking short side cheese. He does. Robert Tuzo, get this guy get a blue light. Get that guy a blue Bobo, light, boys, Come love on, Bob Tuz. Love you. Anybody else on Pecorine, there? Pecorine, buddy. He's got the gold gold mug statue hanging outside the Bridgestone Arena. What'd you think of the statue? It's nice. It's nice. It's going to have a lot of rain on it and uh, sleet. Bird shit. Yeah. <laughs> But it's going to look, it's gonna not going to move far. It's going to be on there. It's going to have some puke for people leaving Tootsie's. Hey, oh, fuck, I puked on Pecoretti's statue. The other We're going to get a pick with that, with that fucking statue. Drunk though. as a skunk. Um, good for him. Was he there? Pex was there. He pulled the fucking. I didn't see it. Yeah, it was a big ceremony. Yeah, I just saw the thing. It was so a bunch you, of fans. Yeah, right. so it's right out front. Remember where they used to put the car? They sure. smashed the car before the playoff game. Yep. It's right out front of Bridgestone. And Pex pulled the thing off. And there it was. And there was fucking so many people there. Good like, he's so him. beloved there. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's unbelievable. That's the right guy you give a statue to. What's the next jersey going up there? Webs? Yeah. Toots? You ever retired Toots' number or no? Uh, they, well, they did the honor for him. But he know? retired. Um, yeah, they had him like an honorary uh, guy in to do like whatever. Yeah. But I don't know. It's either him or it's Kimo Timonen maybe. You know? <laughs> you got to retire Webs' jersey. You got Well, yeah. You got to retire uh, You got to get Websy up there. Yeah, but he's just still got another like four years on his deal. Do you, do you have to be not making money to get your jersey yeah, retired? Yeah. You do. You got to be out of the league. <laughs> still Is he in still in the league? Fuck, he's playing for the Coyotes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's he's great. playing for the Yotes. He is playing for the Yotes. Yeah. I got to give my boy Weegsy, baby. Look at Weegsy. He'll be the first to admit. He had a tough start to the year. Listen, he's bounced back. Four goals, 27 points. Leading the team in plus 12. Weegsy, baby. Get this guy a beer. They're still in it. You a couple weeks ago, we said they were fucking out of it. They are still in it. The Winnipeg Jets have been wow. scuffling. They are still in it. Weegsy baby, get this guy a blue light. Uh, and then last but not least, Sid the Kid. Um, 11 30 goal seasons up dog. Uh, he scored 30 goals when he was 18 years old and scored 30 goals when he was 35 years old. We know longevity and consistency is the hardest thing in the NHL. Sidney Crosby. Put the feet up. You deserve a fucking blue light after that. Hundred percent. Yeah, eleven. Fuck, guy's a machine. Eleven thirty goal seasons, bro. Anybody I can't believe have... he's only missed the playoffs once in his career. Is that it? That's crazy. Is there anyone else you want to give a blue light to while we're here? Anyone? Anyone else you want to fucking give one more blue light out? I mean, we can go past the guy scores his fiftieth, and you know you're just having a year when you go in on a breakaway and the guy hits your stick and it goes five hole. Totally. You, you got 50 51 the other night. He's just rolling. A new deal. Team's fucking president's trophy, maybe after tonight's show. Yeah. It's impressive. Get pasta, Blue. Get light. pasta, Blue. Light. You think he likes beers? I guarantee he likes yeah, beers. Yeah, he's a good guy. We yeah. should tee it up with him. I'd love to tee it up with him. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. Um, I mean, if they go to the finals, we'll be going to Boston. We'll be going to. Yeah. <laughs> 
Are we allowed in Boston? We got. I think so. <laughs> hey, listen, I don't know if we're closing up, but I needed to shout up. Um, we unfortunately lost a big, big, big time um, member of the Fort McMurray Minor Hockey Club uh, this week, Leo Roberts. He owned Robert Enterprises, which, uh, listen, self-made business guy. He was one of my biggest supporters when I grew up, big fella. Yeah. Um, lost him to cancer. It's, uh, it's a devastating loss. He, listen, he gave minor hockey and kids in Fort McMurray when I grew up every opportunity from, you know, money to go to Pee Wee Quebec tournament. He was our sponsor that year when we won to numerous like gifts for teams around the, you know, around our city. Uh, he was a legend. He was the uh, original member at Tower Ranch Golf Club in Kelowna, which ended up being where I used to play a lot of golf. He used to take me out there all the time. Great man, um, great family guy. He was great for the community. We lost him this week, so my, my thoughts just go out to him and his family. Can I bite your tongue like my bad habit? Would you mind if I tried to make a pass at it? Now you're not too good for me, my dear. Funny you come back to me, my dear. It's okay, things happen for. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.